one of the, um, this, this is our, our fourth graduating class that we've seen come through Chapel Hill. And I know it doesn't seem like it, it doesn't feel like it, um, but it seems to get a little bit harder every time. Because the longer you stay in a place, the stronger those connections grow. Um, and and I, I've seen these students do a lot of things. Uh, they've, they've grown a lot over the years. Most of them are, are taller than me now. It doesn't take much. Pate will tell you that. Uh, he told me that earlier. Uh, they, they joked that this bench was so I could reach the microphone. Uh, but that's all right, though. Um, but it's, it's been... It's been a pleasure to see these students grow and to see God work in their lives. We've had the opportunity to uh, just to, to spend time with them, to have fellowship time, to teach them, to cry with some of them, to counsel some of them. And it's, it's an absolute honor to be a part of, of their journey over these past few years. And I, I told them this Friday night, but I don't know that they realize how far God's going to take this group. We've got a great group of young men and women who are now closing one chapter and they're going to open up another chapter. And uh, I wanted to share a verse or a, a passage of scripture with us. Um, the, the first couple of verses here in Colossians 2 are really our ministry verse. It was something we shared three years ago when we got to Chapel Hill. It's something that we desire that when students graduate out of the program, the ministries that we're a part of, that this is what they can do uh, boldly and faithfully. But Colossians 2, starting in verse 6, says this, Therefore, as you have received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in Him, having been firmly rooted and now being built up in Him and established in your faith, just as you were instructed and overflowing with gratitude. But if you continue reading, verse 8 says, See to it that no one takes you captive through philosophy and empty deception according to the tradition of men, according to the elementary principles of the world, rather than according to Christ. For in Him all the fullness of deity dwells in bodily form, and in Him you have been made complete, and He is the head over all rule and authority. Students, I don't want you all to forget that this world is going to try and convince you of a lot of things, but in your hand you have the one truth. You have the one thing that you can always lean back on. The one thing that is never going to fail you is the promise of God's word. I, I told y'all when, when we got here that there'll be a point in time that Josh lets you down. Because I'm human. I can't help it. I'm not perfect. None of y'all are perfect. And so y'all have given us grace in those times. And, and, and we appreciate that. But the one truth that you can always stand on is what's found in those pages in your hand. No matter what college throws at you, no matter what the workforce throws at you, no matter where life takes you, you can always fall back on this. And so don't forget that. This is your truth. This is your absolute. The world will tell you there are no absolutes. This is. This is an absolute, and I don't want you all to forget that. Church, we also have a job. We're not done with these students yet. These students are still a part of our, our family here at Chapel Hill. And y'all have done a wonderful job of praying for them, their parents, their families, and, and supporting this student ministry as we've been here. And even before we were here, y'all supported these students. And so church, I want to remind you that your job's not done. Many of you remember the challenges of making that transition from, from high school into the workforce or into college or whatever it is that, that God took you through. And so you know the struggles. You know what's coming. You know what the enemy is about to throw at them. So I ask that y'all would cover this group with prayer. They need it. The world's a rough place and y'all know that. 
The adults in the room, you understand how bad our world is. And so we've got to pray for a hedge of protection over these students each and every day. And so church, I want to challenge you. Just as I challenge them to hold on to this truth, I'm going to challenge you to, to pray for them, to lift them up. To remember this graduating class, you've got a list in the bulletin. If you didn't grab one, there's a complete list of our graduates in that bulletin. And I want you to pray over those names that God would use them and he'd protect them on their journey. I know the families that are here with these students would appreciate that as well. Church, let's give them one more round of applause for their accomplishment. Y'all bow with me. I want to I pray uh, over these students and, uh, as we transition into uh, the rest of our service. Father, we thank you for who you are. We thank you for what you've done in the lives of these students already. And God, we look forward to what you're going to do as these students continue their journey. God, I know that you're going to do some incredible stuff. I know you're going to do some amazing things, things that, that none of us will be able to comprehend, none of us will be able to replicate. Lord, I know that you have big plans for this group. And so, Lord, I ask for, for the, their protection even now. Lord, I ask that, that you would use them. Lord, I ask that you would do something in their lives, something incredible. God, I pray for their families as they continue to teach these last moments that they have with their, their children at home, Lord, I pray that you would uh, allow them to continue to pour in them, to support them. And Lord, we're excited to see where you're going to take this group. Lord, we're excited to see what it is that you're going to do in the lives of these students. God, I thank you for who you are. I thank you for what it is that, that you're going to be doing um, over these next months and years as they embark on this next chapter. And Lord, I pray that you would bless the things that they do. Lord, I pray that you would just use them in, in a mighty way to bring you glory. Because God, that is our ultimate purpose, is to bring you glory in all things. Lord, we love you. We thank you. We praise you for who you are. And we pray all of this in the name of your son, Jesus. Amen. got your Bibles, I'll invite you to turn with me over to John. Go to Matthew. Go to Matthew. Oh, Appreciate y'all being here this morning. Uh, my my thoughts and my hearts on these guys, but really it's all of us. Go shine. Every single one of us. You know, this is that morning of the year that we're able to take our whether they're college graduate or high school graduates, and we want to challenge them. We want to we want to remind them of the great responsibility that they have that lies before them, and it really is true, guys. The the things and the world that you're about to face, it's really unlike anything that your parents and grandparents ever dreamed, ever thought of, ever imagined. But one of the things, and, and Josh pointed it out, is the Word of God. You've got to keep the Word of God. I like how you 
you take out a copy of God's Word and you turn there over to the book of, you go to John, then you turn over to the book of Matthew. Always be ready to do just that. Always be ready to, when, when you hear, when you, are, when you are faced with questions, always be ready to pull out a copy of God's Word, that copy maybe, and see what God says. Because there's a lot of opinions out there. We all know that. There's a lot of opinions. There's a lot of ideas. There's a lot that's not true. And the only way we got to focus on this. But I want to, I hope all of you listen. Three places we're going to be going this morning. I had two, but God told me to go to this next one. Over Matthew chapter 5. Matthew chapter 5. As Christians, church This isn't just to this on the front row this morning. This is to every single one of us in this room that named the name of Jesus as Lord and as Savior. If you're a Christian, if you're a follower of Christ, the Bible tells you that you are this. Verse 13, you are the salt of the earth. But if the salt has become tasteless, how can it be made salty again? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled under foot by men. Look at verse 14. You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor does anyone light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand, and it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light shine before men in such a way that they may see your good works and glorify your Father who is in heaven. Guys, every single day that we wake up, whether we're in a dorm, whether we're on a college campus, whether we're somewhere here in Northport in Tuscaloosa, that should be our desire is that we allow the light of Christ to shine through us this day in such a way That the world will see our good works and glorify our Father in heaven. The way we live, the way we carry, the way we conduct ourselves represents Christ to this world. The way we we don't hide, we don't cower back. The way we live matters. How we conduct ourselves matters. And and it doesn't I think about I think about these. Many are going off somewhere. They're leaving and they're they're going somewhere. And here's the deal: you won't have us looking over your shoulder. You won't have us staring down your backs. But you'll have this. You're a representative of Christ. You represent Jesus right there where you're at. You represent Him every single day of your life, and so do all of us. We're to let our light shine before men in such a way that they see our good works, the way we live, the way we love, the way we serve, the way we carry ourselves. And we're not to be ashamed of Him. I know it's not the cool thing today. It's not in. It's it's counter-cultural to live boldly for Christ, to live our lives for Christ. I think about what we hear and us in this room, we think about what we read about on college campuses and what professors teach and the things that is out there. Guys, you're going to be challenged. We're all challenged every single day. Are we going to deny Him or are we going to live for Him? Are we going to stand up bold for Him or are we going to, shy, or are we going to cower back and hide? Go over with me. Look at, uh, look at Joshua. Joshua Chapter 1, 
Moses has passed away. The baton has been passed on to Joshua. He's taken, he's got millions of people that he's about to lead into the promised land. I thought this, I thought he, uh, for weeks now, I knew, um, I hear that song and hardly sang that song many, many years ago at a, at a high school graduation we had down in Excel, and I think about, she was younger then, how quick time flies, how quick it does come. They're, they're babies one minute, they're little people, and then boom, they grow up and they're gone, but they're always our responsibility to live before them. They're always our responsibility to, to show them an example. We're, other, we're always at the end of the line, we're always there for them. Y'all remember that. Around this room, you've got a whole bunch of folks that have poured into you. You've got a lot of Sunday school teachers, VBS teachers. You've got youth pastors and leaders that have poured into you. But now here's the deal. The baton is going into each and every one of your hands. And the thing is, what are you going to do with it? What are you going to do with it? I thought about this, and I, I don't know I'd love to do this. I don't know how to do it. I thought about it. If every one of you adults would message me, inbox me, message me, or shoot me an email, do this for me. Shoot me an email, shannon at chapelhillbc.org, of a nugget, some advice, some wisdom. If, if you could go back, remember the rest of us? If we could go back and somebody, think about it, this is how I want it to be. If you could go back and somebody was looking at you saying, hey, here's your opportunity. Here's your life in front of you. Here's your world ahead of you. X. What's the piece of advice that you could pour into that group? Shannon at chapelhillbc.org. Send it to me. Message it. Send it to my Facebook messenger or Email, just get it to me somehow, because I'm going to put it all together, and I'm going to get it to these guys here. Practical life application. One of those situations where, man, I wish somebody would have told me that. I wish I would have known that. I wish I, wish I would have been warned beforehand. Y'all all send it, and I hope I can somehow put together hundreds and hundreds of emails of, hey, and it may just be a sentence. Maybe a paragraph, maybe a story, maybe a page, whatever, but I can get it to them. Guys, the baton is being passed to you guys. And I've thought a lot, three verses. First of all, let your light shine before men in such a way that they see your good works. You are the salt and you are the light of the world. Don't ever forget that. You are a difference maker. You're an influencer. Not because of what you know, but not because of your last name, but because, and I am stepping out on a limb here, because whose you are. If you're a Christian, you are the light of the world, period. You don't be ashamed of that. You don't cower back from that. You don't, you don't step back. You don't let anybody else step in front of you because you are a son or daughter of the King of kings and Lord of lords. Go shine. Go be bold. Don't be scared, period. Don't be scared. Over in Joshua, Joshua had an opportunity to step out. Here he was going, and this was God's word to him. He was about to lead millions of people. They had wandered in the wilderness for some 40 years. Moses, the leader, is dead. And now it's Joshua's time. 
And this is what the Word of God says. Beginning in verse 1, Joshua 1, 1. Now it came about after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, that the Lord spoke to Joshua, the son of Nun. Moses' his servant saying, Moses, my servant, is dead. For all these years he had followed him. Guys, for all these years you had followed somebody, but here's the thing, it's now your turn. And notice what, notice how confident, notice what God says. He's like, you will do this, you will have this, it will happen. There's no doubt, faith, step out on faith, do not be ashamed, do not cower back, be bold in your faith, and there's absolutely nothing God can't do through you. He says, Moses, my servant is dead. Now, therefore, arise, cross this Jordan, you and all this people to the land which I'm giving to them, to the sons of Israel. Listen, every place on which the sole of your foot treads, I have given it to you, just as I spoke to Moses. From the wilderness of this Lebanon, even as far as the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites, and as far as the great sea toward the setting of the sun will be your territory. No man will be able to stand before you all the days of your life. Just as I have been with Moses, I will be with you. I will not fail you or forsake you. Listen to this. Be strong and courageous. For you shall give this people possession of the land which I swore to their fathers to give them. Only be strong and very courageous. Josh told you. Guys, this is the truth. This is it. You're going to be told to question it. You're going to be told to doubt it. You're going to be, people are going to run over you for standing up on it. But the Word of God says this. Only be strong and courageous. Be careful to do according to all the law which Moses, my servant, commanded you do not turn from it to the right or to the left so that you may have success wherever you go you hear that you want to have success wherever you go take this book and make it who you are you want to have success in everything period and here's the deal we may have some setbacks we may have some failures. We may, we may have some things to where God moves you in a certain direction and he, he just, it all falls apart and you say, Lord, what did I do wrong? That's exactly where you're supposed to be, trusting in the Lord constantly, seeking his face constantly. He may want to just tweak you. He may want to move you. You know what God does? God gets us going in a direction and we're, we're, we're dead set. We're working 100 miles an hour. We're believing that this is God's will. And sometimes God closes the door. He does that. God closes the door so shut that just days, weeks, years, we've spent years believing that this was God's will for my life. That's exactly where you want to be. Day in and day out. Lord God, what do you want me to do today? Lord God, what do you want me to do today? Lord God, what do you want me to do today? And as long as you're doing what God wants you to do every single day of your life, who cares if he sends you in a different direction? You're in the center of God's will. You're in the center of God's word. How do you know that? You've got to stay in his word. Don't turn to the right. Don't turn to the left. Verse 8. 
This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night. Think of the verses you guys have memorized. Think of the verses you guys have memorized. There's not a day goes by that something we have buried deep in our heart doesn't doesn't apply. It always applies. But we just got to pull it up. We got to pull it up and lay it out there. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous and then you will have success. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not tremble or be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. A bunch of young Joshuas and a whole room full of Joshuas are literally in this room right now. God's got plans for all of us. And, and here's the thing. He even changes big people's plans. He even changes big people. If we're waking up, all right, Lord, what do you want me to do today? And go live in it. All right, Lord, what do you want me to do today? And go live in it. You know, sometimes he just closes the door. Sometimes he turns us in a totally different direction. Okay, Lord, I'll go there for you. Okay, Lord, I'll be that for you. Be sensitive to the Spirit of God. Always. Listen. When God's telling you to do it, you do it. To him who knows the right thing to do and does not do it, to him it is sin. When you wake up and you say, Lord God, what do you want me to do? And you say, I've never done that before. It doesn't matter. I've never gone there before. I've never thought that before. I've never said that before. I've never been that way before. What will all of them think? What in the world does it matter if God tells you to do it? What all of them think? One last place, Proverbs 3. Five and six. I would do you a disjustice if, it not, if I did not take you here. You are the salt of the earth. Be strong and courageous. And here's the thing. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. You got this one memorized. You should. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 and 6. I think it's a secret. Once we trust Christ as our Lord and Savior, it is a life verse. It is a life motivating verse. It is a driving verse. It is a daily directional. Hey, what am I supposed to do today? How am I supposed to live today? Where are we going today? Where are we going? What do I do? This dictates our decision making. Every one of us in this room. Every one of us in this room, if we're not trusting in the Lord with all of our heart, look at what it says. You found it? Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Mark it. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. He says, do not do this. Don't wake up and just go through the motions. Don't wake up and just say, hey, I can do this with my eyes closed. Don't wake up and say, hey, I've done this for the last six months or six years. I don't need you, Lord. I can do this on my own. No, the Bible says trust in the Lord with all your heart. And don't lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him. What does the rest of it say? He'll direct your path. He'll make your path straight. He'll take care of you. 
He'll take care of the next decision. And 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 the next and the next and the next. But what are we to be doing? We're to be trusting in him. We're to be leaning on him. We're to be, we're to be, all right, Lord. And it's not just, listen, for some of you, for some of you, you said, hey, I am going to be, it was funny, it's always funny listening to this. He's going to be an XYZ. This one, she's going to go off and going to be XYZ. And this one's going to go off and be, I love hearing all those things till they get somewhere and they find Mr. Him or Mr. Her. Miss Her. Mr. Wright comes along and just swoops you off your feet and Miss Wright comes along and swoops you off your feet and all of these things and all these plans. You know who knows your plan? God. God knows it. God knows the rest of it. God knows. God knows the next page of your story. On your piece of paper there that Josh read out, you got plans. But God knows what's next. God knows what's next. And He knows what's on down here. He's all, he knows what's back here. So if He knows all this, wouldn't it make really good sense to trust Him every step of the way? Lord, you already know what's going to happen. You already know the plan. Lord, I just want to get up today and I want to serve you. I want to get up today and I want to live for you. God, I got, I got tests today and I got people I'm going to be meeting and I've got a situation. I got a job interview today. I got a job interview today. Lord, I just worked myself to death for four years, for eight years, for 12 years. And I got this big job interview today, Lord. But if that isn't where you want me to be, then don't let me go there. God, I want to be where you want me to be. If you are saying that five years from now, and ten years from now, and twenty-five years from now, Lord, I want to be right where you want me to be. God, I got this wife and I got these babies. Where do you want me to go to church? God, I got this husband and... Lord, we just moved to a new town and I just want to be faithful. Lord, I want to serve you. I want to be obedient to you. I want to walk in obedience to you. Lord, I want to trust in you with all my heart. I don't want to lean on my own understanding. In all my ways, I want to acknowledge you, Lord, because I want you to direct me. I don't want to do anything. I don't want to turn from the left or to the right away from you. I want to glorify you. I want to go shine for you, Lord. I want to make much of your great name. And guys, it's easy to sit back. It's easy to sit back on a Sunday morning like this. Man, I like Brother Shannon. I hope they go out and do that. Guys, y'all go do that. I hope they're listening. I hope they're getting it. I hope they're, they're listening to all of this. Tell me one word of it that does not apply to the room. Big people. Big people, if we're not careful, we can do this in cruise control. If we're not careful, we can wake up and go through tomorrow without even thinking about it.
And just like that, we'll be brushing our teeth on Tuesday morning. And just like that, we'll be brushing our teeth on Wednesday morning. And just like that, we'll be brushing our teeth on Thursday morning. Day after day after day of going through the motions. It's easy to take that book that you have in your lap. Throw it on a bedside podium. To throw it on a coffee table. To say, where, 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 where's my Bible at? It's okay. To, it's, it's, it's easy to, to just do life. But you're the salt of the earth. The Bible tells you don't turn left or right. You want to you you have prosper. You want to be blessed. You want God to just blow your mind. Try this senior class. Try this now starting right now the rest of you. You want to see God blow your mind? You want to? Do it his way. You want to see him blow it? You want to see him take whatever little bitty baby, tiny little plan, that tiny little messed up plan that you finally concocted together by looking at somebody else and said, I'm going to go do that. You want to see him blow your, blow your mind? Do it his way. He will blow you away. Wow. And then all along the way, Give him the glory. Hey, God did this. God's blessing me. I pray, here's what I pray. I pray that, that the whole world puts a microphone in front of every one of you and say, Camden, tell me how you, what happened. How did this happen? And word number one, I have to give God all the glory. It's because of what Jesus Christ has done in and through me. I am absolutely nothing without him. Guys, go make much of Him. Go make much of, of Him. You want to you be blessed? You want to see God just show out in massive ways? Do it His way. Period. Somebody may wind up and be a preacher. Or a preacher's wife. Or a missionary. Or you may, you may be feeding people. You may be working in orphanages. You may be working in soup kitchens. You may be, you know, right now you you got plans. That's some pretty cool stuff y'all want to do. Some of you may go out and make very little, but make a big impact. What would you rather have, make a lot or no impact, or make a little and a big impact? Guys, leave a mark on this earth. You know how you do it? His way. Lord God, how in the world can I influence the kingdoms for your glory? Let's all stand. Let me ask you something, the rest of you. How are you, how are you right now impacting the world? How are you impacting the world? How are you impacting the kingdom? How are you making much of Jesus? You know, the world really does put a microphone in front of us every single day of our life. 
what comes out of us says a lot about us. Do not turn from the left to the right. Be strong, be courageous, stand firm. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Don't lean on your own understanding. Some of you in this room are on cruise control. I pray that the Holy Spirit just kind of rattle you a little bit. Don't go through the motion.